Hey, welcome to the Create a Life That Is Beautiful podcast. I'm your host, Letitia Ridge, and this is the space to be for high vibe people looking to create a beautiful life and business. Let's do this. Welcome back to the podcast, my beautiful friends. I am Letitia Ringe, your host, and as always, it is a true joy and pleasure to be here with you all today. Today on the podcast, I have another special treat. We are talking to one of my incredible clients, Sena Gadiani. Sena is a mindset and identity coach. She lives in Iran and she also is a number one Amazon best-selling author. Sena has been one of my amazing clients in both Create Your Beautiful Biz and our Holistic Business Mistress Mind. She's been a part of our community for years and I have absolutely adored getting to know her. She is so incredible and I can't wait for you all to hear her story and to learn from her business journey. In today's episode, we're diving deeply into why Sana started her business and how she ended up in this area, really focusing on mindset and identity. Sana has been such an incredible member in our mistress mind, really helping all of our members to realize how the identities that we unconsciously or consciously adopt end up limiting the way that we show up in business and our experiences in business. So today we're going to dive in deeply into identity work, mindset, beliefs, and why these are so important to really understand as both humans and business owners. We're also diving deeply into Sana's journey with self-trust because this has been really the focus of her work, particularly in the holistic business mistress mind. Through her embodiment of self-trust and focus on this deeper level, she has been able to step into a next level of leadership in her business, which has created more focus, more clarity, more ease, and more impact across her business. Truly, self-trust, deeper levels of self-trust, is the number one intention that I hold for every single person that I work with. Because the more that we trust ourselves, the more we, the more ease we allow into our business because we're not second-guessing everything that we do. It allows us to commit to the path we're on, to the strategies we choose, to the things that we're doing. And through that belief, we allow ourselves to receive. We allow ourselves to serve and we allow ourselves to impact. So for me, what I've learned through all of these years of supporting business owners and especially people doing this soul-led, impactful work purpose-driven work in the world is that the greater that we learn to trust ourselves and the more we spend focusing on what that actually means to us and how we can embody it, which is personal. It's not something that I can be like, here's your prescription for self-trust. It's a personal exploration. And through having a coach and having a team to help point out to you, look, I like can you see you're not trusting yourself here? Can you see how this is impacting you? This allows you to have this like almost like a 360 perspective on your life, which is just so incredibly valuable. So today we're going to dive in deeply to what Sana has learned about herself and her business through this journey. And I know that it's going to be so impactful for every single one of you listening. I'm super excited for you to meet Sana and to share her beautiful energy. 
Thank you, Sana, once again for coming on and sharing your time with us. And I also want to invite everybody who is thinking about wanting to step into that next level self-trust, that next level leadership, impact, and also abundance in your business. We are enrolling our final place in the Holistic Business Mistress Mind. So if you'd like to sign up for the waitlist at LeticiaRinge.com forward slash Mistress Mind, you might find yourself able to join our very next intake which is starting next week at the time of airing this episode on the 1st of September. And if you're thinking, look, I really want to join, but in the future, then make sure your name is on the wait list and we will be in touch with you as soon as we have next available dates open. The Mistress Mind is for business owners who want to lead within their industry. All you need to do is have an existing business and we'll be helping you strategically position yourself to create if your goal is to have a six-figure business, then to position yourself so that you can create a six-figure business and also to be of the highest level of impact and service to your community. And of course, to do it all in a way that allows you the intentional life you desire. All right, my beautiful friends, let's dive on in. Welcome, Sana, to the podcast. Hi, hello. <laughs> Thank you for being here, beautiful. To kick us off, can you let us know a little bit about you and your amazing business? Hi, I'm Saina Gadiani, and I'm a right now 25 year old um, girl from Iran. And um, well, I have a few businesses that I'm working on right now but um the main business and the big vision that i have for myself and for how i want to serve the world and i feel like i'm here to serve the world is that i want to create a business and i'm working on creating a business that allows people to find their voice to go beyond all the beliefs and all the identities and all the thoughts that they have accumulated all the years throughout their lives and are preventing them from creating the vision, the highest vision and the highest version of themselves and of the life that they envision having. So we could all together build and live and experience our highest selves in the lives that we desire and dream of. Mm. Oh my gosh, that is beautiful. I love the way that you've just introduced yourself. That's so special. And can you also let everybody know about your amazing book? Yeah, definitely. So um, aside from being a business owner and a coach and a teacher, how I see myself and how I've always been seeing myself has been as an author Um, I feel like I share best my story and my experience and my wisdom and my knowledge through writing more than anything else. And it has been my vision to be able to share my experience and the things that I've learned going through um, these years of my life, especially the past few years that have been really, um, I wouldn't want to say hard, but um, they, there have been a lot of ups and downs on my journey to where I am from changing my path of like my major, deciding to do a lot of different things, traveling, immigrating, living in other countries and all of that. 
And it has been my vision to share my experience and what I've learned and what I've experienced and what I've gone through with the world because I believe that we're here and we experience things so we could create a better life. And through sharing our experience, others can know that firstly, they're not alone and um, there are other people who are experiencing the same thing and also our paths could make others' paths more go more smoothly. Mm. So in the past uh, six or seven months, I've been working with 24, 21 other women mm. and, and entrepreneurs on writing a part of, of our story in a book. Mm. And the book just came out in August 2021. And um, we've already hit Amazon bestseller in multiple categories. And um, it's my hope that this is a start of something really big in actually showing the world that things could be different and that no one is alone and that we're all here together to create a better life for ourselves and others. Mm, Oh my gosh, this is so good. So can you tell us the name of the book? The book is called Thriving Beyond Crisis, mm. Conversation with Resilient Entrepreneurs. And it's a story of 22 women entrepreneurs who have gone through really hard things in their lives and come out stronger and built something much bigger. And it's mm. available on Amazon in version and soon in paperback version for download and purchase. And I'll definitely share the link with you also. And I would love for everyone to have the opportunity and the chance to be a part of this journey together with us. Mm, I love it. Okay. So Saina, tell us a little bit more about why you started your businesses. Um, What I saw was a gap. And uh, what I saw was that I, after everything that I had gone through, after working so much on my own beliefs and seeing how my own beliefs, how a lot of the times the identities that I had actually just defined for myself based on my past experiences, based on my learnings, based on my environment, based on the experiences that I had gone through and seeing how not knowing some things and how my mindset was truly affecting and actually blocking me from living the life that I want. And then seeing how knowing things and then experiencing them and the tools and the questions that I started asking myself and everything. And my life changing from a girl who was under severe depression and like a lot of mental struggles and physical struggles and um for many many years and then my life starting to change made me want to share the experience with people what i experienced after so many years of just sadness and struggling was that i could go beyond i could go beyond behind the mind i could go beyond all the beliefs and all that, all the stories that I was telling myself and then seeing myself for who I was, I truly am and who I want to be 
and then seeing that I can actually create the life that I want and that I'm in control. And the only thing that it takes is me going beyond the mind and going beyond the identities and going beyond the beliefs. Um, and then my life started to change. So it wasn't just about me anymore. And what I started to feel and the happiness and the joy and the freedom and all the good feelings, I just wanted others to feel the same thing. I just knew that that there was something bigger. I just knew that life could be better and it was in my control and it was in everyone's control in their own life to create the life that they desire. And then seeing that it's just simply that sometimes we can't see how we're blocking ourselves. And then seeing in myself that I can see a lot of the times what the person in front of me is not seeing in themselves. And I can see the blocks. I can see what's preventing them. And knowing that, okay, there are questions that could be asked. There are things that could be seen that are going to free you from everything that is blocking you. And I just couldn't just have it for myself. I just wanted the whole world to experience everything that I'm experiencing. And I started to experience Yes. And that is what creates a sustainable business because you're driven by a mission that is beyond yourself. It's almost like it carries you this desire to want to share what has really and truly impacted and changed your life. Can you share with us, Dana, can you share with us that moment? Like what really helped you to realize that mindset was such a big piece um that was missing from your life at the time and was going going to give you the peace and the relief that you were craving actually for me it has been really interesting because I grew up in a wealthy family I grew up having everything that anyone could mm, dream of um like financially probably and um from the outside, it seemed like I had everything that everyone wanted. And I, so all my life, I tried to achieve and achieve and achieve. Mm-hmm. So I would find the happiness that I was missing. And um, I realized after achieving actually every single dream and every single goal that everyone around me was considering the key to happiness. I realized that I was not happy and I was actually more miserable than I ever were. And so for me, it was like I'm doing everything right and I'm having everything that everyone wants and I'm taking all the steps that everyone says we have to have. And I've achieved all these things, but I don't have what I need. I don't have the joy. I don't feel the joy. I don't feel the happiness. And I have everything that everyone else wants, but I don't have what I want. I don't have the life that I want. And I am I, not seeing any way out because if this is not it, then like, what is the answer? So for me, it took a lot of time of stopping and stopping the asking for answers from others 
stopping the asking for help from the outside because I always, I never believed that I could have the answers. So mm-hmm. for me, it was always asking for help. It was asking for like someone come and save me and someone come and give me what I need that is so missing and I don't even know what it is. Mm. And I couldn't see what was blocking all the visions because I knew something was wrong, but I couldn't see what it was. For me, it took a lot of mm, being alone and stopping. It was the pause of like, okay, nothing is working, but I don't know why but I know that this is not the answer and then stopping and then pausing and then starting to ask questions and seeing that, okay, I have all the tools and I have all the quote unquote answers that others are giving and the strategies and that everything that everyone else thinks you need to create the life that you want and it's not working. And that's what it took to go inward and then I started to go inside and asking myself questions and then realizing that there were so many beliefs and there were so many things so many stories that I was telling myself about who I was about what I could have and what I couldn't have about for me it was a lot about judging and making all my desires wrong and feeling and seeing myself as unworthy and incapable of having the life that I desired and seeing that okay I do say like the mind thinks that there are things that I want and the mind thinks that I'm trying to move toward them but the biggest like a really huge part of me is stopping me from actually having the things that I want And it's not about the steps that I'm taking. And it's not about the actions. Because I was a I was really good at taking actions, mm-hmm. but then nothing would work the way that I wanted it. Like the feelings were not there, the belief was not there. Everything was like my identities and my beliefs were completely against the visions that I had. I had clear visions, I had clear goals of what I wanted. But the identity, the person who I was seeing myself as could not have those visions and could not have those goals. And there was always a block. So for me, it took a lot of going inward and inward and seeing identity behind identity and then changing the beliefs before I could actually see why things were not working. And getting, actually getting rid or like, I wouldn't say getting rid of, but then it was actually recognizing and then reframing all the identities and all the beliefs was what changed everything for me because it was like oh I can be whoever I want to be and I can choose who I want to be and then by the by changing the being the doing and the having changes Mm. By changing the being, the doing, and the having changes. It definitely does. And we're always going backwards. So trying to change the having and the doing so we could be a different person. And then realizing Mm -hmm. that anything that changes backwards is not sustainable. And then at the end, you always, always, and always go back to 
who you think you are and who you believe that you are. And if what who you see yourself as and what you believe about yourself and your life and what you deserve and what you desire and all of that, if it's not aligned with your highest vision of yourself and your life, whatever you create, even if you do create what you want, it's not going to stay because it doesn't match the identity that you're defining for yourself. So I realized that a lot of the times I would manifest actually, and I would get what I wanted, but it wouldn't stay. And I would always somehow lose it or create something different. And I was like, okay, if I'm so powerful in actually creating what I don't want, so probably I can do the same with what I do want, but it took a lot of changing of like what I believe about myself. That is incredible. Oh my gosh, this is so good, Sada. Okay, so tell us what are some things, we can say three, it doesn't have to be three, but what are some things that you want everyone listening to know about these limiting identities that we consciously or unconsciously adopt for ourselves? The first thing is that um, changing actions, trying to change actions and behaviors to change results does not work as long as the identity is not matching the outcome that you're desiring. And when I say identity, I don't think there is a person who is not somehow defining themselves in a way. And I think I could say that it takes practice to recognize and it takes a lot of awareness to recognize who you're thinking you are and who you believe that you are. And it's not something that happens overnight, but also that just becoming aware and recognizing how you're defining yourself and then realizing that it's a choice. It's always a choice and everything is 100% a choice and also your responsibility to choose mm-hmm. and change is the key because I think a lot of the times and I've seen it in myself and in my clients and all around the world, the words that we used, the actions that we take and the things that we say and the things that we do are clearly showing us why we're having the results that we're having. And if we just stop and listen to what we're saying about ourselves and all the, I am this person and I'm not this person that we use. And like, you could like put anything in the, this person part that is determining what you're creating for yourself. So for me, when I sit down with someone or sit down anywhere and just listen to people talking, I can hear and I can see why they're having the results that they're having in their lives. For me, it's my biggest wish for people to just stop for a second and just listen to themselves talking and just see themselves thinking. Because that's the key. Because when you see the thought, you don't have to become the thought. And when you learn to see the thought, you don't have to become the thought. When you learn to see how you're 
defining yourself. You don't have to be that person anymore and you can choose. And you can always choose to be a different person. What, I, what I've seen is that, okay, our, our identity is like your current in this moment beliefs about yourself and your life. They're real because they're coming from your experience up until today, up until this second. And your past has created your now, but your today and your this moment is creating your tomorrow. And you can mm-hmm. always change. You can always change in this moment. You can always change the beliefs that you have about yourself and about life and about what you can have and about what you can do and about who you can or can't be. And then your tomorrow is going to change based on how you're thinking about yourself today. And it doesn't matter what has happened up until now, because a lot of the times we use our past and we cling to our past to define our today. And then we keep creating the same results like all over again. Understanding that it's a choice and understanding that you can be, do and have whatever and whoever you want to be for me has been the biggest key. Mm. And let's talk about how this impacts the way we show up in business because this is something uh, Sana was in our last season of the Holistic Business Mistress Mind. And what I encourage every single person who joins us is to bring their area of expertise to all of our members in the Mistress Mind. And something that Sana was pointing out to people right from the beginning that was so incredibly powerful were how these identities were limiting each of our members' experience along their business journey. And this was so powerful. I felt it was so powerful that I asked Sana to do one-to-one sessions with everybody in the Mistress Mind as a result. And the feedback was like, wow, this is just really, really powerful stuff. So Sana, can you give us some examples of some of these identities that are impacting the way we show up in our businesses? Definitely. For me, it was one of the most amazing experiences being in the mistress mind and being able to share what I was seeing and hearing with people. And the one-on-one work was amazing because I got to share what I was hearing I got to share what I was seeing in people that I could see how it was limiting the results that I wanted because what I realized especially in business is that who you think you are and the identity that and the labels that you have put on yourself are going to limit you and are going to define what kind of life and business you can create for yourself Seeing that, for example, saying things like, I'm an introvert, I'm not good with social media, I'm sensitive, or I can't do social media like this, or I can't do business like this because I'm not this person, or I am this person. It was the biggest key because in the mistress mind, I had the opportunity because of the structure to listen to each person's words as they were describing their situation and Mm. hearing the sentences that people use in defining themselves in defining their business and in defining and are actually describing their situation exactly shows why the blocks that they're having 
on their path to their desired or ideal business, it just shows. It's like so clear when people are talking about the parts that they're struggling with. And if there's, for me, it was so beautiful seeing that all these people in the mistress mind, they had really big visions. They had really amazing dreams and visions and goals for their business. But seeing the gap of, okay, I'm here and I know the vision and I know what I want, but I'm not getting there. And seeing that, okay, there is a block in who you think you are and it's stopping you from actually creating the business. For example, saying that you want to have consistency on social media as a way of traction or like as a way of sharing your message message and then but also believing that you're not good with social media or mm. the, your energy is affected by others people's actions or reactions or that you're really sensitive to others energy or that all of these beliefs about ourselves prevent us from taking the actions and the steps that we actually decide on and actually, it's really interesting because all the beliefs that we have about ourselves create the thoughts that we have in each moment about what we're doing and what we're creating. And the thoughts create the feelings. So seeing people having feelings of overwhelm around their business or the belief that I can't do this and this is too much for me and this is too big for me or this is too hard for me, all of this or that I'm not created for this business. I'm not ready for this business or I can't. I'm not good enough for sharing my message. All of these preventing people from actually creating what they could so clearly say that they wanted. So it's mm. usually we know what we want and we can see what we're creating, but then the beliefs and what we think about ourselves stops us from actually taking the actions or actually showing up the way that that person having that business actually would do. So it's always the gap here. And the reason for it is the belief or the identity. And it helps a lot. And it was so helpful in the mistress mind also. For me, it was a joy to be able to say that, hey, are you sure you have to be this person? Because how you're talking about who you are is preventing you this person that you think you are cannot have the business that you're describing so who do you want to be yes and what's fascinating with this is that each person is going to fight for their limitations they're going to say but I'm just stating the truth this is a fact I am a perfectionist I am a people pleaser I am new at business I am like inconsistent with social media, they're going to think that they're just reporting the news. But exactly. what we have to realize is that, as you said, every single belief we have about ourselves is a choice. And so something I realized recently was that when you're in that gap between where you are now and where you want to be, the one thing that you have to do to allow yourself to, to embody and start thinking that you are where you want to be is you've really got to allow yourself to be delusional 
because if you allow yourself to be delusional, that allows you, it gives you permission to step into the identity of what you want, even though you think you don't have the evidence of it yet. So, and I've seen this work with me time and time again, right before I hit six figures in my business, I I was at like 85,000 or something. And I decided I was like, oh, well, I'm practically at six figures. And I decided to start telling myself and seeing myself as a six-figure business owner. And within a couple of weeks, I hit six figures. The same thing happened when I was about to hit multiple six figures. Again, I realized me seeing myself as not here because I'm waiting for the evidence of it first is actually stopping me from embodying who I want to be. So my work now, and I'm just using the financial terms because it's kind of easy to see and it feels, it feels like you're doing something wrong, but no, what you're doing is allowing yourself to embody where you're going in the now. And that brings it to you. It's, it's manifestation. Exactly. And as um, Catherine Zinkina was just saying in one of the courses that I'm taking, she was like, it's not about fake it till you make it. It's about faith it till you make it. <laughs> so for me, yeah, it was like so amazing because I was like, that's exactly it. You don't have to fake anything because faking is not coming from the identity level, but mm-hmm. faithing it and believing yourself and seeing yourself as the person who has what you want to have before you have it it's the only way of you actually going to have it because the same thing happened for me with the book actually for so long I've been introducing myself as an author without having a published book and I was like I am an author like I already am the author that I want to be and I already am making the impact that I want to even when I did not have the evidence, even when I, for others asking me of like, oh, what are you writing on? And what is your book? And I was like, uh, it's coming, <laughs> but I'm already that person. And it's like so funny because sometimes for me personally is that in my mind, I've practiced being the person that I want to be that has the things that I want to have. It becomes, it has become so strong that sometimes I actually forget that it's not yet like physically in my reality. Mm. So it's about being so like consumed by the new identity in your mind that it's as if you're truly living it. And then it becomes inevitable for you and for your reality, like your reality, your external reality has to match your internal reality. And when you're able to become the person that has the things that you want to have and don't currently, and being able to go beyond your current reality, beyond what is right now, beyond the evidences that you have right now, and being able to be the person before you have the things, your external reality cannot help but match. So Mm. everything starts shifting without you actually needing to do a lot of things. So it's not about the doing. We are always looking for to change the doing part, Mm -hmm. but it's about trusting and believing and having faith that this is who I am becoming and being on the inside. And my external reality is 
just the reflection of what's going on inside and everything starts shifting. So it, it's a really beautiful process and seeing it in people is also a really beautiful process of like mm. them recognizing who they think they are and then seeing the gap. Because I see this in my clients a lot of like how everything shifts when they realize who they're being and then they realize that they're not being the person who has the things that they desire. And realizing that is the biggest key in being that, oh, okay, I'm not being that person. So I can't have those things. Let's work on being the person. And then everything else changes. Mm. Oh my gosh. I love it. So it's so interesting. It's almost like you have the desire or the vision of something that you want. And then your work is like, that's the first piece. You've got the desire. It's calling you higher in some way or somewhere else. And then it's about practicing, embodying whatever that thing is that you want in the now. And that is what allows you to then be that energetic match to receive it. So because I think we get lost in the wanting, it's like I'm that, that the identity of being someone who wants something is often where we stay. We stay stuck. Like I want to be a leader. I want to be a really amazing coach. I want whatever it is, but in order to have that thing, you've got to be, I am a leader. I am a coach. I am a successful business owner. And that is what creates it for yourself. That's beautiful, Sada. I love this. This is so powerful, everybody. Like really make sure you're listening in because this is the most important piece of business. And for anything that we want to create in our life, it's all about our mindset. Okay. So Sada, I now want to talk about your business journey. As we mentioned, you've been with us in the 2021 Holistic Business Mistress Mind. And I want to know, what do you think or what do you feel are the three top things that helps you to grow in business and create results throughout the Mistress Mind? And I just want to say before we go into that, one of the biggest results that I have seen in Sana, which is the highest result that I could ever want for anyone that I work with, is self trust. And this is something that Sena really, really, really faced and did the work and up-leveled her embodiment. And she ended up becoming and being such a huge example for everybody in the mistress mind on like what self-trust looks like. So Sena, what are the top three things that really, really helped you to create self-trust and all of the other amazing results you created throughout the mistress mind? So it was for me, the mistress mind was really interesting because I had all these ideas of how you could live a life that you desire and how you could live a life listening to your inner voice and how you could live a life knowing what you have to do and then trusting yourself and then taking actions based on trust. So these are for me before starting a mistress mind. These were all ideas that I believed in their possibility, but I was not living. So when I started a mistress mind, I was a person who I, as I remember, like especially the first few weeks or maybe months, I kept saying that I don't trust myself. And Mm -hmm. it was like my biggest struggle because I was always questioning and doubting 
every single decision. And I, for me, the mistress mind, the biggest impact was seeing others actually trusting themselves and mm. actually asking them. If for me, it was so amazing seeing other people actually asking themselves questions and then re- receiving answers and then acting based on the answer. Because mm-hmm. for me, actually, the environment that I grew up, the culture, the actually country, I can say, and the society that I grew up in, it's so foreign for people to actually ask themselves questions and go inward and receive answers and then trust the answers enough to act on them. Mm-hmm. So I realized in the mistress mind, especially on the coaching calls and all your answers and all the people's answers. And then you, especially as a coach, asking me questions. And then when I would give you answers, talking from my inner voice, I would realize that, oh my God, these are the answers that I've already given myself before the call a hundred times. And I've just not taken action on them because I couldn't re- like I wouldn't realize that this is me talking. So I kept thinking that this is the mind talking and it's just giving me some random answers and then seeing that oh my god these are coming from the truth like the, me inside. And this is not the mind talking this is me talking and this is me giving me answers and then seeing other people actually giving the same answers like to their own questions and then seeing people taking action on the answers. Because for me, I realized that I've always had the answers and I always knew the answers. I just didn't trust my answers enough to actually act on them. So I, I in my own life before Mistress Mind, I would always receive my answers because I actually journal like for hours a day all the time. And I ask myself so many questions and I, realized that I was getting the answers, but I was then acting against them because I couldn't trust the answers. So I would keep repeating the same questions to myself again and again and struggling with the same things again and again because I didn't trust the answers enough to actually move forward with them. The mistress mind gave me the opportunity and the trust that, oh, the answers that I'm getting are real and a life built on self-trust a life built on belief in myself and in my answers and my in my inner voice and in the answer that I was receiving is possible for me the biggest thing was seeing people living their truth and trusting themselves that made me start trusting myself and it was really funny because at the end I just knew like I trusted in myself enough to actually know when I didn't know like for me it was always trying so hard to have the answers in the now and then realizing that I can trust that there are times that I don't have the answer and it's okay because the answer is gonna come And it was trusting on my own path. And then also for me, the mistress mind was about seeing how every person's business and life is different. And it's their own unique journey. And it's okay. Because for me, it was always about 
I'm broken and there's something wrong with me, so I cannot trust myself. And then seeing that every person's journey is different, but it, they're all perfect and they're all unique and they're all okay, actually. And they're meant to be that way. They're meant, we're meant to be different and we're all perfect in our own unique ways. And we can all trust ourselves and our own answers are within ourselves. That was so helpful for me. And then realizing that I can and I'm allowed to and I deserve to have my own unique journey. And it's okay. For me, that was like huge and so helpful in actually starting to trust myself, to trust my journey, to trust my path and to trust that it's okay to be different. Mm, I love that what you saw in uh, everybody else was the self-trust piece and that became something that you embodied and became a teacher of and for in your embodiment for everybody else around you. Yeah, and that's exactly. Just, that's just how it is. Like when we're working on something in our life, we will see it in other people and that's beautiful because they're expanding us, but we see it. Other people can look at that same person and not see it. We see it. And that's why everyone is really a projection and a reflection of ourselves. And that moment when you can see these things in others is showing you something that you can see within yourself. Exactly. And it's so funny because whenever I worked with someone and in the mistress mind, it was so beautiful because a lot of the times I could just see my, my own struggle in someone else. And then I could mm -hmm. see the answer immediately for yes. them and realizing that, oh my God, this is possible. Oh my God, the answer is here. And I was just not seeing it for myself, but then seeing it in others and seeing them receiving their answers. And it was so beautiful because in each of our calls and on the whole journey together and in the Telegram group and your answers and everyone's support for each other and all of those, although the journeys are different, the goals might be different, but everyone's answer is in the other person's answer all the time. So I trusted that even if I didn't have a question, like the way that someone else did my answer was always in their answer and it was so beautiful because it wasn't just about me being coached by you it was everyone else being coached by everyone else and it gave everyone their own unique answers in the middle and for me it was just so beautiful because I received so many answers that I didn't know I needed so that was also huge. Yes. And this, everybody, is the reason why I run the Mistress Mind and also create your beautiful biz in this group environment. Because what I learned through working with people over the years is that actually allowing each other to work in group spaces, which can feel really vulnerable and confronting for, um, for each person who shows up there in their vulnerability and ready to like show themselves and be seen by others. Like that is a vulnerable thing, but because of that vulnerability and because we're all really reflections of each other, we're able to see the answers. Like you're almost able to go beyond your limitations of your own mind because it's not about you. It's about the other person, but really it is about you. Yes. And it's the so safe powerful. space that, 
seeing people actually caring about each other and each other's journey mm-hmm. and yeah. then the support and the safe space that is created within a group of people who are on different journeys and in different situations but also all have kind of the same vision of life in mm-hmm. mind that was like so helpful because the vulnerability kind of goes away because you feel like you're just talking with someone who cares about you as much and your journey as much as you do so that was also beautiful because then there's maybe the feeling of discomfort goes away because you feel like you're just talking with someone who cares about you and who actually cares about your journey So that, that, I think that's a really beautiful thing to have because you don't feel like you're alone anymore. For me, before Mistress Mind, it was always like, I'm in this world with all my struggles, just all alone <laughs> going through something that no one understands. And then seeing that, oh, we're all actually de- dealing with kind of the same things, but in different ways. That was also helpful. For me, it has been always helpful to know that I'm not alone that I'm not the only person having this thing or having this struggle or having this question and there are other people having the same or different but kind of like the same type of questions so that was also super helpful Mm. Oh, I love that. Yes. I always say that the moment I stepped into a true uh, women's circle, which if anyone hasn't experienced it, it's like you sit in circle, you're with women. It doesn't have to be just women. Just you're in circle with a bunch of people and every single person has the opportunity to be heard and listen to without trying to change them. They're honored as sovereign and sacred and just amazing and powerful. And every single person is listened to. So you have an opportunity to speak and then you also have an opportunity to see every single person in the circle. This is how I run every single group space because the first time I ever stepped into a space held in that way, it was transformational. I had never experienced what that's like to be safely held and seen and to be able to see every single person, you know, like it, say you go out for dinner and like everyone's sitting around, like whoever's got the loudest voice or is the most confident might be the people who are heard. But if you set up a space in group spaces where every single person has an, you know, an almost equal amount of time to be in the center and heard and listened to without trying to change them. That is, (laughs) that is transformational because we just don't have spaces like, like this um, in our everyday lives. So I totally agree that that is a super powerful thing. Yeah, definitely. And it's so beautiful. Like, I think it's such an amazing journey. It is. Yeah, absolutely. So, Saina, one of the other things I know is at the beginning of our work together in The Mistress Mind, you had like so many different projects, so many different offers, like your business was going in all sorts of directions. And one of the biggest things that you were worried about or confused about at the beginning was like, okay, where is this all going? And what do I want to focus my energy on? And like, how can this all feels really big that it actually feels super confusing. What was it self-trust that helped you to 
feel more at peace with your business or was there something else that really helped you to, um, to, yeah, to feel more at peace with the vastness of your business? I think the biggest thing was the self-trust and was Mm -hmm. also the acceptance of maybe this is who I am and it's okay. And I will know what I need to know when the time is right for it. For me, another thing that came with the mistress mind that I, it was an amazing experience that I had in one of our meditations in the beginning of one of our calls and something that was super interesting that happened was that when you were just talking and when we were all just starting to become grounded, for me, starting the mistress mind, I was in such a hurry to just do everything and be everything and have everything and all the projects and ideas and inspirations. And I wanted to just like be them all together (laughs) at the same time and something that was so interesting that happened was that at one point and I'm sure that it did come with the self-trust of even allowing myself to see this and actually move forward with it was that somehow there was a block in me that had created the belief that I just needed to do everything in the now and right now. And there was no time and there was no space and there was nothing but the now for everything to happen. But something that happened was that somehow the timeline of my life kind of just opened up in front of me. And in Mm -hmm. that meditation, I realized that not every single project And not every single idea and not every single desire and not every single goal and vision had to happen in the now. And I had time and I had enough time to be and do and have everything that I am able to actually see right now, but it doesn't have to happen right now. That was Mm. so helpful and so interesting for me because I realized that not everything that I was doing in the beginning was meant to be happening right now. And not every project and not every decision needed to happen in this now. That was really interesting because it gave me the permission to actually put pause on some things knowing and trusting that when the time was right, things would happen and that I was allowed to actually also have fun, to Mm. actually just trust myself and go with the flow and not have to be so hard on myself of like, this all needs to happen in the now. And then realizing that it's okay if not everything happens right now. And it's okay if I decide not to do some things in the now, even if I'm capable of, even if I right now I can, for me, one of the biggest lessons was that just because I can doesn't mean that I have to. And it was like, okay, it's okay to just postpone things, to just be like, okay, I want this, but I want it in a year, not right now. And that gave me a lot of peace because I was able to actually clear a lot of things and just find 
clarity and focus actually because for me it was so scary for me focusing on a few things and postponing some things was so scary because I was scared I was scared of trusting that everything will happen in its own right timing but then being able to see that not everything is meant to happen in the now but the timing will come and then trusting that when the time is right, I will know. It was so helpful because I was able to say that this is what I want right now. This is who I want to be right now. And I have enough time and I have enough opportunities to be and do and have everything else that I do also desire, but it doesn't have to happen right now. So that was also super Yeah, I love that. When you're not in a rush, things become so much more fun because you can actually be present for the journey. And what's amazing is when you're not rushing and it's not urgent, actually a lot of things do manifest so much quicker and in a much more magnificent way than the way our mind like planned. And I feel like for you, Sana, you have been such an example of that because you do manifest extremely quickly. And that has been, I think, as a result of you deepening into your self-trust and letting things go. Definitely. For me, just knowing who I am, because the mistress mind helped me a lot with seeing people actually accepting who they are. And for me, it was about accepting who I am and who I'm not. And accepting that I don't have to be what others are. and I as me is okay. For me, that has been so helpful because it has come with a lot of acceptance of who I am and of everything I am and realizing that the me that I am and I thought that was wrong and needed to change to become what others are, realizing that me is okay and me is enough and me is actually here to be who I am, to be able to do the things that I'm here to actually meant to do and meant to be that was so helpful and the acceptance and then the letting go of needing to change who I am has come with like has been so rewarding and has Mm. come with so much peace and so much freedom to just go with my own flow and go with the journey that I have and not have to be everyone else and being okay and being enough as I am that has been so beautiful and I really have you and everyone else in the mistress mind and on this journey with me to realize that I'm okay just as I am and I'm okay Mm. and I'm enough just as I am right now oh my gosh that is the most beautiful thing ever that is the best thing that we could want for each other isn't it exactly exactly and it's so beautiful And it's so amazing experiencing it because then it allows me personally to realize that if I can have it, everyone else can. And that gives me a lot of motivation to just continue on this journey because every single day and every single moment that I feel this, I know that others can also feel it. And it makes me even more inspired and motivated to continue even when I feel like I don't want to, because then I realize that everyone deserves to feel like this and 
my biggest wish is for the whole world to be able to feel good, to feel enough, to feel good enough in the now, realizing that you're good enough, but you can always be better. And that's mm. like perfect because now is enough, but it's also getting better. And you have a choice in each second of who you're, you, you want to live and who you want to be and what you're creating. It's about living in the now and feeling good about the now, knowing that you're always also getting better and can get better. And the journey never ends. And that's the beauty of it. Yes. I love this. Okay. Saina, you've dropped so many amazing truth bombs throughout today's interview. (sighs) Two last questions. Just, is there anything else that you'd like to share about the mistress mind or maybe who you think the mistress mind is best suited for? Uh, For me, one of the biggest things was about the investment in the mistress mind because it was a huge deal for me. Um, especially with the currency exchange and all of that. And what I can only say is that every single thing that you invest in yourself has a return. And it's not about what you think you're going to get out of this thing, because what you actually get out of this experience is so much bigger and so much different than what the mind thinks you're here for. So I think that just trusting that if you're, if you feel called to joining the mistress mind, it's enough sign for you to invest because what you're going to get is so much bigger than what you can even imagine. And what you're going to get is so much more expansive than what you're looking for. So I think that was a like really big deal for me because it's, the mistress mind is not just about business. I think it's about finding who you are in your business and finding oh. what kind of business and finding what it is that you want and then allowing yourself to have it. So it's not just about strategies or getting coaching. It's actually about allowing yourself and feeling worthy of and deserving of the business that you want. So I think for anyone who wants to actually step into what they're creating or dreaming of creating, this is the place to just like allow yourself to be who you want to be and have what you want to have in life and business. And it's not just about business. It's about creating the life that you desire. And the business is just a reflection of you being who you want to be. Yes. Oh my gosh. I love that. And yeah, it's an investment and not an expense. I really do try to share this with everybody. So often I have chosen to invest in myself and in my business as the top thing that I spend my money on because I see that return on investment every time and it's an investment, not an expense. So what I get back is just so much more than what money can ever buy. It's just money at the end of the day, right? And that's got nothing compared to the value of what we get. I love that. Thank you for sharing that, Sena, because I know lots of other people will definitely be feeling the same. All right. My final question for you is... What does creating a life that is beautiful mean to you? 
I think for me is actually being able to, in the now moment, live as the person that I envision my highest self to be. It's living a life that I always think about, I want to wake up in my dream. And I want to wake up in my dream and live it as my reality. And I believe that it's possible, not just for me, but for everyone else to wake up feeling grateful for what is in the now. So grateful and living the dream so much that you just want to live it in the now. And the now moment is just enough and is good enough and is perfect. For me, that's the feeling that I want to wake up with every day and go to sleep every day. I want the I want my real waking life to be more beautiful than my dreams. That's I think for me the life that is beautiful and the business that is beautiful. Oh, that is so incredible. I couldn't agree more. Thank you so much, Sana, for coming on and sharing your time and energy and your beautiful big heart with all of us. Thank you, beautiful. I love you. Thank you, Leticia, for actually making all of this possible for all of us and showing us the possibilities of what is truly possible and allowing us to expand into possibilities. And it's all because of you and your presence. And I really appreciate it. I love you, Sainam. Thank you. Oh, me too. So there you have it, my beautiful friends. I want to say a big thank you to Sana once again for coming on and sharing her journey and business with us all. As you can see from this episode, what we're really talking about when we talk about self-trust and mindset is manifestation. And Sana is a manifester in human design, and she is someone who does manifest very, very quickly. And it's because of her focus on her beliefs, her mindset, um, and the the identities that she is intentionally and consciously adopting. So I cannot recommend enough to every single one of you as business owners, as coaches, healers, space holders, and human beings. I cannot recommend it enough how important it is to do your mindset work and to have support to really help you see where your own mind is stepping in your own way. Doing that makes all of the doing so much easier because we're not blocking ourselves. Like if you think that what you're doing isn't enough, then that is what you'll see and that is what you'll create. If you can believe that what you choose to uh, focus your attention on in your business is going to be enough and is going to connect with the right people and serve the right people, then that is exactly what you will create because that is what you will see and that is what you'll operate from. And the reason that we don't believe these things is because we don't trust ourselves or we don't trust the universe or our clients or someone else. But anytime we're not trusting others is really we're not trusting ourselves. So this is where the work is. And I really believe it is the most important piece of business. 
So my beautiful friends, I'd love to encourage you all to go and connect with Sena. You can find Sena on Instagram at being underscore Sena. Being is B-E-I-N-G, as in being, beingness, and Sena is S-A-I-N-A. Over there, you'll find all the links to her website, including the link to her number one Amazon best-selling book. I also want to invite anyone who would love to join us in the Holistic Business Mistress Mind, which is my high-level business mastermind. It's my signature program for existing business owners, coaches, space holders, and healers to support you as you strategically position yourself and your business for the leadership, impact, and income goals that you desire. And my absolute passion is supporting business owners to strategically position themselves to create a six-figure and beyond business. So that's exactly what you'll be getting you could be getting all the strategic support to do that and and more importantly the mindset community inner voice support as you actually execute and bring about the business that you desire pop your name on the wait list at latisharange.com forward slash mistress mind and if you're listening to this episode as it airs or soon after it airs then you might also be able to join us in the most recent uh, the next round which is starting on the 1st of September otherwise we will let you know the next dates for the mistress mind as soon as we have them all right everybody take a screenshot of you listening to this episode and come over on Instagram tag us and let Sana and I know what your thoughts have been about this amazing episode I'll see you in our next episode bye Hey, if you're ready to create your very own purpose-driven business too, I invite you to check out my online program, Create Your Beautiful Biz. You'll learn how to create a business that allows you to make your difference and thrive. Just head over to www.letisharange.com forward slash CYBB. Let's make creating a business beautiful. I'll see you there.